0: Hey guys, so this is the second part of a 2 parts podcast series and if you haven't listened to the first part, then please go listen to that first otherwise you may not understand anything uh, and yeah, I'll see you right back So how will you recommend, uh, you know, a beginner artist who is interested in things like the storytelling and in filmmaking and uh, in this artistic and creative department mm-hmm. of things? and he, he's after this let's say he, he listen to this podcast mm-hmm. and yeah he, uh, he, he can relate mm-hmm. or he or she can relate uh, with you mm-hmm. how will you recommend that person to come into this industry
1: okay so the thing is one of the most difficult uh, things about art or anything in general is where to start so if you get stuck up on how do i get into the industry how do i do this how do i do that You're going to stay stuck up because there's no perfect answer to how to get into the industry. There's no one answer. There's no one. Like, look at me. I went into the filming industry, but when I came out of college, I decided to instead head to the gaming industry because there was a different kind of personality exposure. There was a different kind of narrative. There was a different kind of storytelling.
0: I said sorry. I mean, uh, you have to deal with this. Next time, next time, I'll make sure to get a better mic so that you can keep it comfortably. You want this pillow? Like you can keep it under your arm? No,
1: I think it's alright. Thank you though. Thank you for yeah, being considerate.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, in terms of uh, the technologies that uh, you can consider. Okay. I know a lot of artists that are. Uh, you know physical like conventional artists mm-hmm. they do things on paper they do things on canvas mm-hmm. and they do things on paintings and uh, pa- and pa- on paintings mm-hmm. and you found your uh, ground mm-hmm. in gaming mm-hmm. right from and I can see where all this is going like you can find each and every in, you can incorporate each and every interest mm-hmm. of yours in the ga- in games mm-hmm. right you, you have music mm-hmm. you have personality in it mm-hmm. you have the emotions in mm-hmm. it plus you have interactivity mm-hmm. that films don't have yeah like WASD to move around, space yeah. to jump and all that. Yeah. So uh, uh, so in that terms, I the question was, like what to consider to get into this? Like yeah, Unity, Unreal or
1: OK, so the thing is, those are just tools. Uh, anyone can learn tools. You can go to Arena and learn tools. It's not tools that will, definitely tools will help you, but tools are not the core of your knowledge. If yes. your knowledge, if your basics are strong, you can pick up any tool. Like, mm. four months back, I did not know Unity. I would not okay. call myself an expert in Unity. But because I knew Maya, because I knew other softwares, like, I did not know Spine at all. Spine is a software that a lot of gaming studios use for animation.
0: 2D animation, Yeah.
1: But, like, so when I came into my studio, Hypernova, I had, like, three days to learn Spine. Mm. And I could do it because I knew other softwares, because everything works in the same way. Bones work in the same way. Your basics work in the same way. There's just different interface. There's just different things, different tools in different places. Mm. So it's not about the tools. So like you were talking about your friends who do art traditionally on paper. Yeah. So it's the same concept. You just need to get used to, for example, if you're moving to Photoshop, you just need to get used to the layout of Photoshop, how to work on a Wacom but Hmm. the concepts will always remain the same. so as long as your foundation is strong like especially for people going from traditional into digital it's very strong I highly recommend starting traditionally at least give a month to learning different traditional stuff freeing your hand up and then moving digitally because Hmm. digitally you have this thing called undo you have an eraser oh
0: yes I love that
1: and We get, like, there's so many times when I'm doing traditional stuff and my left hand automatically moves into the underpose and I'm like, wait, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) This is real life. So there's so much to learn from the real life. Like, obviously, when we're making something virtual, it's an illusion of life. You're cheating your way, but you're still illustrating a life. So Hmm. all the inputs that you can get from the real life scenario... It's wonderful when you take something real and alive and make it even more animated, even more real. So uh, my suggestions would be not to get stuck up by how much you know about Unity, how much you know about Maya, how much do you know about Mari. Those are softwares. Know your basics first and then softwares you will find out. Hmm. You can Google that shit out, but you can't Google the basics out
0: got it. that's a very good recommendation because when i was starting out as a programmer mm-hmm. i was stuck between unreal and unity mm-hmm. and i should have just started with you know picked anything up mm-hmm. and just start with it mm-hmm. and just uh, draw something on the canvas mm-hmm. so so from this we can conclude that don't worry about the you know technology mm-hmm. just do what you like and uh, you'll you know just flow just go with the flow mm-hmm. you'll you'll get what you want
1: Yeah. Like I said, starting is the most difficult thing. Once you start, you have to start. Like, once you pick a direction to go, just have tunnel vision for a little bit so that you can get a boost and then open your wide screen out. Got it. Now I can explore things.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I'm a very bad artist. I'll show you some of my art. It's garbage. Okay. But I, won't, but I so it's garbage in the sense that I have artistic sense, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to put it on the you know, thing. presentation. Uh, uh, yeah, on the uh, on my art piece. Okay. So what I mean is I can't put personality and character in the okay,
1: piece. Okay. So you're saying you have an idea, you have a thought process, but you don't know how to present it or how yeah. to put it on paper, put your ideas on paper. Yeah.
0: So I draw the shape perfectly. Mm-hmm. I might nail the shading and colors. Mm-hmm. But uh, I get a lot of recommendations that there's no cat, there's no feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like when you see Joker from Batman Begins, mm-hmm. you get a personality. Like He's a bad guy because there are good Jokers there. Mm-hmm. Jokers, the traditional, uh, you know, you, you don't relate a Joker to something evil. Mm-hmm. But when you see Joker from Batman Begins, you can relate that he's an evil guy. He's not a good guy.
1: Actually, now everyone relates Jokers to creepy and evil stuff.
0: Yeah, they have defined...
1: If, uh, All these recent movies coming out... All these old games and old characters that were made. Mm. So Now Jokers have become creepy. But what you were talking about adding personality... I think uh, before that you were talking about getting your idea across. Like having a clear vision. Like when you have an idea how do you draw Mm. it out perfectly and get it across. Mm. I think that's something a lot of people struggle with in the beginning... I have struggled with it in the beginning myself, but once you have enough practice, it gets better. So once, uh, before you actually start drawing it, you should think about, hey, what is my idea? If, for example, you want to show a spaceman eating an apple, first you have to ask yourself, what is a spaceman? What does a spaceman look like? What does his Mm. apple look like? Mm. Then ask yourself, why is my spaceman eating the apple? (laughs) And those things will help you go about the story. Because once it's clear for you, only then can you make it clear on paper. So once the thinking is completely crystal clear, 80% of it you can try to impart on paper and then slowly make it 100%.
0: Got it. The first
1: draft is never the best. Just keep working on it.
0: So it's about like it's still about like having it in your brain, having, seeing things yeah. before so, doing actually doing yeah. it in your brain. So
1: like for example, what the Joker character you are talking about?
0: Hmm.
1: Not from Batman begin, but let's just take any Joker character that you hmm. want to portray as evil. Before you start with it, you just want to ask yourself what kind of evil is this Joker? Because there's so many kind of creepies. Maybe he's a crazy madman. Maybe he's a molester. Maybe he's a child. I don't know. Pedophile. Yeah, pedophile. <laughs> maybe he's just a very, uh, you know, tired man who's, who was maybe a police officer once upon a time and he's just seen too much injustice. So what kind of an evil is he? If he's a tired evil, you're gonna make him look like very wrinkly, old, with a long face. Got and it. just tired out and his eyes would be all tired with a lot of dark circles Yes. and then you'll be uh, so there's this one trick that can immediately make someone look creepy so you just take their eyes and just make it upside down we're not used to seeing and eyes this. upside down on the normal front facing face Yeah. so techniques like that already make things look creepy so it's, that's what I'm saying there are a lot of different kind of creepy so you need to first jot down what kind of creepy you're thinking about.
0: Got it. So You've given me a like clear thoughts mm. Because when you said there are different kind of jokers, mm. another thing came into my mind that we have two different jokers from DC. Mm-hmm. We have one in Batman mm-hmm. and we have other one in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And they both are completely different. Yeah. The Biggin's one is quite tired and mm-hmm. he seems like he has gone through a lot mm-hmm. of stuff in uh, life. Old,
1: matured. He,
0: yeah. yeah, the other one is quite crazy. Yeah. Has short young, hair and all that. Knife. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's quite crazy. Like yeah. He,
1: he yeah. And if so,
0: You notice their
1: facial features also. Uh, they've exaggerated certain things based on that. Like cheekbones for someone who might be young, charming, and mature, versus hmm. stubble and hair for someone who you want to show wise, as well as eyes. Yeah. so stuff
0: like that wise and eyes
1: (laughs) you were saying something I'm sorry I cut you off
0: Uh, yeah like uh, I was just saying the same thing like he's crazy Mm -hmm. and I was just characterizing him Mm -hmm. the suicide squad joke Mm -hmm. yeah but you clarified it Mm -hmm. quite nicely yeah so uh, so let's wrap it up so yeah please go and check her uh, Behance profile out it's at Tanya Jaiswal right yeah How, how does Behance work
1: so you can, I think, instead of searching for me, it'll be better if you search for one of my projects. So there's this project called Madrasi. If you search for it, it's usually the first search. And you'll just find me in the creator of that project.
0: Madrasi. Madrasi.
1: So it's like this. Um, so you know how South Indian people are always discriminated. Like, I've heard some pretty, pretty bad stuff. Like, like it's so weird hearing people talk about skin color. When you're in mm. India in a brown dominated country talking mm. about Tukala like what the hell man? So it's yeah. like South Indians are always discriminated and for some reason every South Indian would be labelled as Madrasi. Like for mm. a while even I was uneducated enough to think that maybe Madrasi is a lot of South Indian people. Yeah. So it's basically about discrimination about South Indian people and the mm. wrong Tags they're put in, so it's called Madrasi because of that.
0: So is it that one which has blue and red, uh, you know, color codes? I saw it on your Behance profile. Is it that one?
1: Uh, it has a little bit more than blue and red, but blue and red are definitely. Oh, that's yeah. You should.
0: Def- I like that. That is that your style? That.
1: That's the motion that's graphic style, and I really like the animation. No style,
0: style as that. in the art art style. You know the way the things are portrayed. Because everything is similar, right? each of your art piece mm-hmm. in that uh, is similar. So, that's so they follow protocol, yeah, so right?
1: that's a motion graphics. So I was a big part in uh, deciding the art style for it, the animation style for it. Even the... Um, so I took part in sound recording also, helping train the sound artist, the vocal artist.
0: You have been around for a while.
1: Dude, it was, it was like a... Um, so we were a five-person team. I was leading... The project as a project manager um, we had people uh, So we, I had like amazing friends some of them were working for the storyboarding some of them was working for the 3D of the entire movie so I ended up challenging myself a lot like I was like hey I know my lim- limits but I don't know how far can I push it so I tried to do as much as I could and I think I slept the least during those two months. So we had one month for pre-production. We had one month for production. It's a four-minute mm-hmm. movie. I recommend you, like, watch it. So I'm trying yes. not to spoil it first. Yeah. And um, it was insane. Like I never thought I could do so much work in so little time, and I just pushed the hell out of myself and got really really sick after the project finally submitted mm. so I was very very proud of myself for um, you know just blowing my own minds out like like I had an expectation bar of myself that I broke two times that mm. I was like cause um, like when you're a part of a team if someone uh, if the tile shifts even a little The responsibility needs to fall on someone. So I always tried to be that person. So I ended up, so out of the four minute movie, I think I did like around two minutes of it. Uh, I think one minute, some 40 seconds of it, animation wise. Pre production wise, I was a major part for the base pre production. And then um, my friends helped make it amazing. So it was a huge team effort. And I just had an amazing experience.
0: Just, I really like that um, that art piece that you you know the stop motion Mm -hmm. or or it's not stop motion, motion graphics graphics, that you guys made. So I would recommend everyone who's listening to the podcast please go uh, and check her art Mm -hmm. stuff out to understand to you know just understand more your about your personality and your art work. And so before wrapping up, I have just one single question. it's about uh, how, how how do you see game um, art piece wh- what do you see like how the in in an you in know uh, art piece you can see what wh- what is the art piece in it right there's a psych- there's psychology mm. and there's creative use of colors mm. the shapes mm. and all that so how can how is game an art piece so
1: I'm gonna answer this question right now in the context of a phone game phone game Fo- like just giving a context so uh, coming from a movie because right now I'm working for games that are Android or Apple based Mm. just gonna speak in that context for a little bit so coming from a movie industry where we're making 4K renders for Mm. a huge screen Mm. versus something that becomes so small
0: it
1: makes a huge difference so the thing is um, the kind of difference it makes is that you have very little space For a big idea. So your characters need to be really, really extrapolated, really, really amazing, really, really bold. They need to be very clear about what they are because Hmm. they're very small and you have a very small attention. Like your viewer has a small attention frame. Hmm. It's the same for computers. Computer is like I think five times bigger than a phone screen, but it's still 40 times smaller than a... Uh, full HD movie cinema screen. Mm. So what happens is your storyline needs to be more in terms of uh, making sure the viewer has the attention. In terms of the viewer needs to know the story clearly. In mm. terms, is basically there needs to be more clarity. And I think that's one of the things that games usually focus on, and they yes. should focus on. The animation needs to have a clarity. Uh, The motion needs to be very crisp. And the other thing is... So, for um, animation for movies... You have a lot of time. So, when I say 24 frames per sec per minute... You have 24 frames per minute. But for games, when you're playing... At the hit of a button, your your character should move and hit. You don't have that much time. The reaction time, the loading time... All of that is very less. But Mm. you have... um, so, for example, if you're playing a game like kickboxing game, mm. and it's a two-person game like one v one, yeah. Kay? So, um, for example, if you're kicking me now, so if you press the button and the kick does not happen immediately, the mm. game's not gonna sell because you're like, I kick. Why is nothing happening? Why is he yeah. taking so much time? to make a flourishing movement and then kick. Got it. Versus in animation for movies, I'd be making amazing flourishing motion where you'd remember Doctor Strange and, like, just think about Iron Man, Doctor Strange, think about Hulk, think about Hulk smash, just, like, think about Hulk going down on the floor and then rising up. Or think about Superman doing that. But think about Superman's in your movies... Uh, versus in your game. So at the hit of a button, the action takes place.
0: Hmm. Once
1: the action takes place, then you have time for the cape to flutter down. Then you have time to show some other quirky um, like sentence where maybe you're, you hit the guy and then your character says, haha, yeah. you would never survive. <laughs> Something. So there's a lot yes. of different scripting also that takes place in gaming. A lot of different... Like I said, it needs to be more clarity, more crisp and quick reaction time. So it's very different in that terms. So uh, when we talk about game art, game art does not become the only thing because your mechanics also play a huge amount of, yeah like huge. So it's like your game mechanics, the design, the art all needs to marry itself. Hmm. marry between each other have a union make babies yeah and then it works really well
0: got it that is a very good insight for a beginner hmm. in how things how to consider things when you're coming to games mm-hmm. let's say from movies right mm-hmm. That is a very good insight thanks for that and thanks for your time for this podcast thank you man so let's wrap it up uh, where can they find you
1: so um i'm on insta right now you can look for me uh like Ioda YOLO, which actually means I only die a lot, you only live once. It's okay. it's from a dark supernatural time. So I was Got like it. everyone's like YOLO, no man, I only die a lot. I die every day and yet I survive to tell the tale. So it's I O D A underscore Y O L O. I only die a lot, you only live. I O D
0: A underscore.
1: Ioda Yolo.
0: Alright, I'll I'll check it out, definitely. It's
1: (laughs) a funny name, so there's a story behind the name. I don't think I should keep
0: it It's like contacting the username. I die every day.
1: You only live once. I only die a lot. You only live once.
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting username. There should be a game on this. Yeah.
1: I think Supernatural has already done it. Supernatural Tuesdays. So it's a TV show where for... One entire episode the main character was stuck where he was dying on Tuesdays and the day would just loop and again he would die a different death.
0: Okay, on the note of dying, let's just kill this podcast right over here. Otherwise we'll just keep on uh, speaking. It is interesting.
1: How long has it been since we've been recording? Uh,
0: I'll, I'll just check. So it's been one hour, 30 minutes. Wow. It's about to be 30 minutes. Wow. Yeah, so thanks again All for right. your time. Bye-bye. <laughs> yes, signing off. <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening to my blabber. How
0: was it? It oh, was
1: pretty cool. We did not need the mics up here. I think I should get you a mic that goes in the toilet.
0: Yeah, I... Yes, I, I, I'll i fix that. And then I'll, next mm-hmm. I'll have to do something some sort of thing. Try Reaper also. Try Reaper.
1: It's a software, you could even make your own music, like the podcast cut theme songs. It's like GarageBand, but it's not just focused on Apple. I have not used Rajman, so as long as you know your basics, the tool does not matter. It feels
0: like very diverse software, There's a lot of things to it. But again, thanks a lot for your time. That's
1: We're going down mode.